It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you ready to listen to a podcast? John and Amanda in the morning. WSFM. Good morning, Starshine. Hello. Right now, by the miracle of recording, we're going to go to a recent Sunday morning service in the which two precious little girls were singing. Good morning. Good morning. It's their answer to the ridiculous theory of evolution. Miss Keller. Amanda. Amanda. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, am I going to see Jonesy? Sorry, I've been doing a beat. I need Julie to put a jacket on. Come on. I told you two hours ago. That was an ordeal. Let's start wearing lipstick. I'm doing a red. Josie and Amanda, you're doing a great job. Hello, How are you? I'm well, and how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Well, are we learning another language today? Why? I'm well, thank you. And you? You've got a little bit of a cold. I know, I feel like hell. What, you feel sick or sore throat? All of the above. What do you want to do? My kids had it, and I I didn't get it. Mm. I thought, how good's that? People in here had it, I didn't get it. I thought, Mm. how good's that? And now I've got it. Well, you know, a few nights of razor blade throat. My muscles are sore and achy, my head's blur, my nose is running. Just the usual. I was in the shops yesterday and I completely forgot to get you the Lem Sips. The Lem Sip is the secret. You're in the Lem Sip store. The Lem Sips are great. Mm. You get one of those things, they just fix you. Yeah. What else have I got? I don't think I've got my drug bag. What's normally in your drug bag? Oh, Sudafed and I've got some... Have you? Yeah, I haven't got any, but I... What would Sudafed do for me? Uh, well, it's got uh, pseudoephedrine in it. Wakes it's... you up a bit? Yeah, it peps you up, dries out your uh, your schnoz. Yeah, I'm not completely wet of the schnoz just yet. That's okay. still to come. Yeah. But, uh, look, what about I... a Barocca? Uh, well, I've got a cup of tea. I'll be all right. I've broken my ankle. Go on without me. What about a hug? I'll give you a hug. No, that'd annoy me. Why would it annoy you? Because today, this morning, let's have a full disclosure here, Brendan. Mm. I came in, I said, oh, I'm not feeling very well. Yep. You know, and ignored me. So no, we I didn't went in the kitchen making a cup might. of tea. No, he didn't say that. We didn't have a cup I of said tea. Poor he said, I really don't feel well. I said, so you've said. I said, so you said. I said, oh, that's right. This is you. <laughs> so you this said. This is Mr. Lack of. Sympathy, I, I remember now. Of sympathy. No, I'll you, get you a flannel. Let me just say this. You will discuss the minutiae of things that are going on with you, but uh, no, you don't I have don't. no tolerance for weakness in I others. don't mention it at all. Are you kidding me? No, well, like, it has to be really bad. I just uh, happen to injure myself a lot. No, oh, I see. Mm. Okay. But it does, you know, we all pander around. Are you okay? How's this? How's your bot bot? No, but people how's ask you this? me. How's you that? Yeah, but I don't, I don't volunteer the information. People just ask me. They say, hey, how are you going? I go, well, I'm good. And then they and they said, "Why are you limping?" And I said, "Well, I've uh, I've, I've lost my leg." Yeah, well, that, but that's what I do. But I don't say, oh, "I'm not well." Or I'm not sick. I don't say that. He's saying that's what I do. No, not at all. Not at all. You said when you first came in, "I'm not well." I said, "You poor mate." I forgot. And then I mentioned I forgot to buy a limb sip. And then two seconds later in the kitchen, you said, "I'm not well." I said, "You say you said." 
So that's all I said. Anyway, it will <laughs> never be mentioned again. Should my be... head could be off in here and blood could be spurting out of my arteries <laughs> and I will make no reference to it. All you need is a bit of ointment. Yeah. It'll grow back. Oh, sorry, I won't mention it. Sorry. No, that's just my arm over there. Someone else can get that later. Do you want to go down to sick bay and see nurse? Yes, I'd like to. Thank you. She'll be more sympathetic. Do you ever steal anything from this, this workplace? Oh, my bags are usually full of pens. I'll come in here and say I can't find a pen. Mm-hmm. But they're all somehow but in my handbags. You don't do it. You don't mean to do it. No, they just go there. A man that works at a mint, the Royal Canadian Mint. I wonder what he stole. He has been convicted of stealing 22 gold pucks. Like the size of a hockey puck? I'm, I'm presuming that. That's but wouldn't a, they the scan business. them? Every, wouldn't they make sure that you can't just walk out with the gold? Mm, well, yeah. So he smuggled 22 gold pucks in his rectum. All at once? No, no, I would imagine he'd do it day by day. Day, day by day. day. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> day by day. Uh, they were worth more than $127,000. Uh, oh, here we go. Roughly as wide as a golf ball. Mm. So Soft as a down. He'd chick- take a puck a day mm. and uh, get that Shove home. it up. Yeah. Well, apparently, didn't they find paraphernalia in his cupboards? Yeah, they found some Vaseline and some latex gloves. That's funny, you've got that in your locker. <laughs> it's like he didn't work at a lawnmower factory. <laughs> Instead, he was working on all those gold rings. <laughs> <laughs> it's 13 to 6 with the news. is fit to print. We say good morning to Sarah Forster. Good morning, Hi, guys. Sarah. What's happening well, today? Well, the parliamentary year officially gets underway today and already Malcolm Turnbull has a rogue senator on his hands. Corey Bernardi is expected to confirm that he will quit the Liberals and form his own party, the Australian Conservatives. Now, this is is inspired by the rise of Donald Trump in the US. Corey Bernardi was in America when the American election happened and he's been quite vocal about the fact that he thinks Trump is amazing and doing great things and he would like to bring that here. Uh, some say this this could be as big as Don Chip leaving the Liberals to form the Democrats back in 1977, so a very, very big day to watch in Canberra. One thing to note, though, is that um, because Cory Bernardi is a senator, this isn't really going to affect the, the coalition's slim majority to govern. The problem would lie in um, the problem would be if if Cory Bernardi inspires others to follow, and then Malcolm Turnbull could lose the numbers because we remember that the coalition only just won the election last mm. year, so it's a close one there. Uh, we're also watching a story about online betting and a deal between Crown and RSL clubs, which uh, is raising some eyebrows. It would allow online sports punters to withdraw draw their winnings through machines like ATMs at RSL clubs and then give them vouchers and, and whatnot to stay at clubs and continue betting. Uh, the Board of the Reserve Bank is meeting today to consider interest rates for the first time this year. No change expected this month, but an increasing number of economists seem to think an increase is not far away. And after Tom Brady became the first quarterback mm. in NFL history to win five Super Bowls in yesterday's win for the Patriots over the Falcons, someone stole his jersey from oh. the dressing room. Mm. Isn't that lousy? Lousy, but what a trophy to have. Yeah, mm. straight to eBay for that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Empty your bags a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the way you've all walked in here for the meeting today. You're anxious, you're scared. Yesterday, instead of bundying, mm. instead of writing your names and stamping or any of those things, I developed an individual handshake for you all to start the meeting. You all look terrified. So today, no, I'm going back just a simple, oh. let's have a meeting with information in it 
and I'll tick off your names when you get here. Jonesy, are you here? Oh, you're always ticking off someone. Yes. All right. It's good to be old-fashioned, isn't it, like this? LV? Here. Is this because you're unwell? No, no, no. I just, you know, I see the mood. I mm -hmm. see that people are getting tired of these theatrics, as you call them. So I'm pulling back. Adam? Here. And Posty? Here. What's on our program today? We're talking to world surfing champ Tom Carroll today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he uh, he was addicted to ice and he's recovered, uh, but he'll be, he'll be featuring in a four-part series on the ABC about ice. Mm -hmm. It just shows you that anyone can become addicted to ice, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we spoke to Tom in the period that he would have been addicted to ice because he came on the show a couple of times. And he didn't bring it up? No, I don't think it's... Uh, no, it's funny that. He didn't say, oh, by the way. By the way. I'm Aries I and... <laughs> I haven't slept for six months. Mm. That's extraordinary. Intriguing. And we've got Andrew Mikado, our TV guy. Yes, and I believe you're going to be adding someone to your Dragon Boat team today. Yes, I am. I don't want to say too much too early, but I'm finally putting a brains behind the operation. A, a brains? <laughs> I'm not well. Don't I know. like this. Come in, look after Amanda. Come Can on. we? Because Jonesy gets bored when you, someone's not I have well. Given you? No, you haven't. You've given me nothing. I've given you told you. me off. You said yes. You've told me you're not well. No, I didn't. That's say what that. I got this morning. I said it's the opposite of sympathy. <laughs> the opposite. It is. It is. I tell you what. Let's set up a little lounge in the studio, and you could put your head on the desk, and I'll sit on the lounge. How does that work? Well, then you know we're separated. Okay. <laughs> Could I'll go into the biosphere, shall I, in case you in your precious instrument get well, yeah. my get my germs. Well, I'm the you know I'm the big deal here, so you know perhaps you got to look after my health. So maybe. stop laughing, everyone. Uh, no, stop, stop. <laughs> Let him have his little joke. Well, um, well, that sounds like a great show, Adam. Anything from you? No. And Posty? Nope. All right. Anything from you, our evil overlord, Brendan? <laughs> have you contributed pretty... anything today? Can no. someone go and get Amanda a lemsy sure. smoothie? All right. Well, that show sounds amazing. Well, hello there, Amanda. How are you today? I'm well, and yourself? Well, you're not well. You're unwell. And I am going to be your unwell wingman. What does that involve? No, wellness wingman. I'm going to be a WWNM wellness wingman. See, just w hearing you talk like this stresses me out. WWM. And I'm going to look after you. Well, what does it mean? Just saying the words doesn't mean anything. Well, I'm going to tend to you. What will your actions be? Well, they'll be tending to you. Well, what, how, are you how will you tend? I will put a flannel on your fevered brow. No, you won't. No, be real. How will you tend? I'll send someone from the type yes. to get you a lem sip. Oh, so you're doing nothing to And not that words. black current lem sip. That's terrible. We want That'll to... make me look like I've had a choo-choo bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People think you've got the bubonic plague. <laughs> we don't want that. Do you still get choo-choo bars? Do you want a choo-choo bar? No, no, I've never liked it. Can we get Amanda a lem sip at a choo-choo bar? Anything else? Uh, I'll let you know now that you're my wellness wing manager <laughs> and shouting demands everywhere. <laughs> I'm here for you, my Thank love. you, Brendan. We have the Magnificent Seven. This will cheer you up and make you feel better. Seven questions. Can you go all the way and answer all seven questions? You're right. Correctly? I do feel better. Marina's in Springwood. Hello. Good morning, guys. How are you going? Not Good thanks, Marina. What month of the year has 29 days in a leap year? February. Correct. Fill in the blank for Julia Roberts' iconic line from Notting Hill. I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to her. Asking him to what her? Yeah, what does she want? Love her? Yes, let's see. I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. That, that couple didn't work for me in that film. I like that I film. I didn't feel any chemistry between I them. I felt heaps of chemistry. Did you? No, I didn't I work I was really for me. frustrated when he was sitting. Can I just say no to you? 
Can I just, you know... I hated that. The head flip-flop stuff. Yeah, when he's flipping around and yeah. ticking around, just go and get that girl. Well, also, I was going through years of IVF at that stage, and I, I had just failed another attempt, and I went to the to see that movie. Uh, and there they are. They've got no chemistry. They shouldn't be together. Boom. There she is, pregnant. Yeah. I was outraged. I thought that. they make it look like it's easy. She's lying on a park bench and suddenly a big, big pregnant stomach. Yeah, well, that's, that's what happens when you lie on park benches. I know. Maybe that's, that's what you should have done. I should have done that for years Straight afterwards. Straight to a park bench. Question three for you, Marina. Which female singer in 1993 covered Harry Nilsson's hit, I Can't Live If Living Is Without You? Oh, jeez. Um, no, sorry, I don't know. Sorry, Marina. Come again anytime, Marina. Paul's in Penrith. Hello, Paul. Do you know? I do. Uh, Mariah Carey. It was Mariah Carey. Remember, uh, remember Mariah's version? It's big two fist up. And then there was Harry Nielsen's version. He's his grunt here. He's his grunt here. Great song. You know, I've seen Mar- Mariah's last latest film clip. Apparently, yeah. it has got her burning. Like so, in the in the when she was engaged to James Packer, she was filmed choosing a wedding dress, and mm. in this film clip, it's her burning. It. I know. <laughs> and then she gets the her engagement ring, the ten million dollar engagement ring, and she takes it off her finger, and she thinks, well, he's got she's got to return it to James, and then she puts it on her rude finger. Oh. And that's where now the finger... So she's not giving the ring back. She's just wearing it on the middle finger and sticking yeah, the air and on. Yeah, and there you go, James. I'll teach you to break up with Mariah. But James being a man is just sitting there going, what does she actually mean? Is that about me? Paul, question number four for you. Juniper is the plant that gives its flavour to which alcoholic spirit? Toast. <sighs> not sure. Not sure? Not sure? Maybe you need some juniper in the studio. That'll help with the... What With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm happy to have it. Matt in Eastern Creek. Hello, Matt. How are you? Very well. Juniper is the plant that gives its flavor to which alcoholic spirit? Uh, is it gin? It's gin. What is the name given to someone who studies prehistoric life through fossils? Ross Geller from Friends. He was one of these. Um... No idea. An architect. No, isn't an architect. You'd think. He looks like an architect. No, but architects don't study prehistoric life through fossils. From looks alone, Ross Geller could have been an architect. Lisa's in Earlwood. Hi, Lisa. Hello. How's it going? Very well. What's the name given to someone who studies prehistoric life through fossils? Um, Is it a paleontologist? Yes, it is. In NFL, Tom Brady plays what position for the New England Patriots? Oh, God, all I know is that he he lost his jersey, so I'm thinking maybe he is like a quarterback. Yes. yes. That's the only position oh I God. know. There's a running forward and a quarterback. They're yes. the only positions I know. Which brings you to question seven, Lisa. Are you ready? Oh, I'm having a heart attack. Don't have a heart attack, Lisa. Not before you answer the question. Which Australian recently split from Joshua Sass? Oh, that would be... 
It's, it's not like... It's not... It's not Naomi Watts. No, it's a girl. Oh, it's someone who's stolen someone's husband, isn't it? No. No, Lisa. No. Oh, Mate. I don't know. You don't know? Oh. No. Lisa, come on. It's I'm one of the sorry. famous, most famous singers in oh. our country. Oh, Kylie Minogue. Yes. I think, Thank why don't you, you just defer that Because well, we're not playing for sheep stations and we're running out of time. Yes, Lisa, that's right. And what about that, that sass guy, that ne'er-do-well, how he treated our Kylie? He, she paid for his hair transplant mm. and then he does the dirty on her. Mm. That's outrageous. Yeah, he said, I'm only hanging around while you give me the plugs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations to you, Lisa. You've won the jam bag of voucher for five to Escape Hunt Sydney. Sydney's best interactive escape room experience. It's a lot of fun. A Fox DVT pack, including Keeping Up With The Joneses. New to buy on DVD. <laughs> you know <what> a DVT pack? <laughs> New to buy on DVD February 8 or DVT. Jonesy and Amanda Coach to choose for the calorie and some standard pencils. There you go, Lisa. Thanks, guys. Hope you're feeling better soon, Amanda. Oh, Lisa, thank you. I appreciate your sympathy. We have people tending to Amanda 24 7. This just came about because when I arrived this morning, I wasn't feeling well. Mm -hmm. I mentioned it to you and And you said, Yes, you've already told me. No, I rushed you. You have no empathy. I rushed you. I said, Are you okay? You did not. And you said, Yes, I am. And then two seconds later, you said, I've got a cold. And I said, Yeah, you just said that. And then all morning, I've heard you talk about how sore your lip is. So I'm not the only one who talks about their ailments. It's 6.26. Where are old people on the bus? Oh, I know. You should see my varicose veins. Oh, I've got a polyp on my bot bot. <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking at your polyp again, okay? <laughs> Having a look at the Jalmanac, our big book of musical facts, on this day in 2005, the top music videos of all time were revealed. What do you think was the top music videos Which of all year? time? No, in 2005. So this is top so up music until video. then. Of all time. But up until then, obviously yeah. not after then. Yeah, well, what's your favourite up until 2000? Probably the big, I reckon, Thriller. Yeah, okay, Thriller. Uh, give me another one. Um, maybe Sheena Easton, My Baby Takes the Morning that was, Train. That was the dumbest video. It was just her on a train. Yeah, well, it reminded me of Casey no. Jones. I liked it. What about Aha's Take on Me? That was good. That was number three. Uh, the video used a pencil sketch animation called Ruto Scoop. I like that one. And it took them 16 weeks to complete. Sheena Easton got onto a train and <laughs> pranced about. <laughs> I still remember it. And do you? Yes. Uh, so what was number two? Oh, could it have been... What's that one where Pat Benatar danced in a leg warmers in the back alley? Babushka. No. Pat oh. Benatar. Oh, Not Kate Bush. Kate Bush. Uh, Pat Benatar... Love is a Battlefield, which is about 40 and headed off with a pension <laughs> card and waved her parents goodbye. And her dad throws her out of home. Because <laughs> you're too old to be living here now. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. What was it? It was Peter Gabriel's oh. sledgehammer. <laughs> all the fruit. Yeah, well, that was all plasticine. That was plasticine animation. He had to lie. Claymation, under- they called it. Okay. Sorry to be giving you information. <laughs> to lie under glass for 16 hours. Really? Can you guess what number one was? Oh, what's left? I don't know. Well, you said it before. Thriller. Yes. Oh, there you go. We're like a plane, but today one engine's a little bit the bat, the bat, because you're not well. Well, I've, I've had a Barocca, thanks yep. for the Barocca. Yes. Um, and I'm starting to feel a little bit better. I have a team of people watching it around no, the clock. Don't. No, I have you set don't. You into just went play. You've got me an old t- Barocca. I've set into play. Watch. 
I'm not all, letting you use that thermometer again. <laughs> we're all just looking after you. You've got yourself set up or you've got all your stuff. I'm in sick bay. Mm. Remember the sick bay at school? Oh, I love sick bay. Did you? Yeah. Well, you went to a, a like a punsy school, didn't you, where they had good sick bay. Do you want to hear something? We didn't have good we, sick we bay. We had this nurse when I was at oh, boarding here school. Go. Here we go. No, really? I yeah. never thought it would happen to me. This was so saucy, I remember, because I was about 15. I was in oh, sick bay. Oh, here we go. What was his name? <laughs> she was sexy as. And a full-time she, nurse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she came in, you know, to look after us all, our, uh, us boys. And as she bent over, like, oh. she was wearing, like, a nighty, but straight a down. A nighty? Yeah, she was wearing a nighty? It was bedtime. But you could see hang straight on, in Hang on, hang on. And I was your like, she didn't do anything inappropriate. Your just, school sick bay, she's in a nighty. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm telling you the truth. Are you imagining things? No. No. Hang on. And it was like... No, explain. She's in a nighty in sick bay. Because it was night time. A boarding school? Yeah, it was night time. you never said that. You never said it was boarding school. It was boarding school. But how inappropriate that she's in a pyjamas. it was like 10 o'clock at night. Well, if she's on duty, she's on duty. She wasn't on duty. She just lived there and was off to bed. So what was she there for? I was just off to bed, fellas. (laughs) Oh, look what's fallen out. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. No wonder you've got no sympathy for me. That's all you've thought about all morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> would it kill you to put on a bit of a show? <laughs> oh, oh, we had someone to throw a Panadol at us and say, get out. <laughs> That's a sexy story. <laughs> Are you okay? You've got a bit flushed. No. Do you need to see Nursey? No, it's... <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> Get you a sponge bath, a sponge bath from the Samoan who's working down the road with oh, so some steel like a wool. Cold spoon. I was all sexed up, and now it's like, mm. oh, well, we are at work and on the wireless. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you, Brendan. Rara, we'll be back. Jonesy's, Jonesy's fact. Rara, we'll be back. I want a big fact. I want your big fact, and I want it now. I want to know all your stupid facts. Lady Gaga recorded that. That's incredible. That is amazing. I don't know why she didn't do that version at the Super Bowl yesterday. Well, well, yeah, yeah. Why would she? You're supposed to be doing homage to the section that I do here, mm. but instead, it's not a stupid fact. It's a great fact. Is it? I'll be the judge of that. Abraham Lincoln created the Secret Service on the day he was shot. Really? Yeah, that's irritating, isn't it? Oh, I'm surprised Alanis Morissette hasn't sung about that. <laughs> it is a bit ironic. <laughs> don't you think? I want you big You know, um, yesterday, when you're not well, and I've got, I'm not well today, mm-hmm. but in the m- early morning it's worse. By lunchtime I'll probably be feeling all right, but I thought yesterday I'd try and sleep it off. So I was following the Super Bowl on Twitter, <laughs> and the score, Falcons, were just annihilating the Patriots. Yeah. And at halftime I thought, well, the football part of this is completely over. So I had a, a sloughed in bed, had a snooze, turned the phone back on to see a shot of Tom Brady holding that trophy up. I thought, what's happened? It was a Did hell of a game. Wasn't it incredible when you see that last manoeuvre? It was almost like a league manoeuvre, wasn't it? Just mm. push, 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 put the ball down. Because I don't understand it the rules. It became interesting. If I agree. For the for first that, time ever, it looked interesting. That, that part, I went, whoa, actually, I, I could watch this game. You may have heard this morning that his Super Bowl jersey has been stolen. Tom Brady, who is now the most successful player of all time, five 
uh, wins. He was yesterday, of course, once again, the MPV of New, New England, the most valuable player. The jersey that he'd worn during the game, he looked for it afterwards and he said someone's stolen it. It wasn't in the locker room. He asked the equipment's operation guy. He probably has to dunk everything in nappy, nappy sand. Yeah. Where's my jock strap? There it is. Where's my jersey? <laughs> Nowhere. No one took that. So he, uh, he said it's going to be on eBay at some point. So look out for that. Um, I wonder how Detroit went yesterday. Do you know why I was worried about Detroit? Because remember we spoke about this? Mm-hmm. If everyone flushed the toilet at half time, there were concerns. And let me just give you some background here. We spoke about this yesterday. If everyone flushed the toilet at half time, which is what they did the year before, that's uh, 673 million litres of sewage going away at the same time. That's the equivalent 20 minutes of water flowing over Niagara Falls. Mm. Ooh. And in Detroit, there were real worries because they have a giant sinkhole. It's the size of a football field. And they're worried that if everyone flushed at the same time... Dear, oh dear. I wonder what happened to Lady Gaga. Remember the last we saw of her, she's standing on top of this thing. Mm-hmm. She drops the microphone. She catches a ball. She jumps. Has she gone into the Detroit sinkhole? I don't know why no one's following up that story. Uh, we'll get our news people Would you mind? Would you mind? <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah! WSFM's $10,000 strip back. Yesterday, we gave away $10,000 to strip back. Would you like to win $10,000 today? Well, we have a brand new strip back. You may have heard it yesterday. It goes so far a bit like this. Ooh. Today, we can add this. Yeah. Ooh, can we hear that again? Because you're digging that bass, aren't you? Sounding vaguely familiar, but they all sound like something that I think I know. Because you're addicted to bass. <laughs> Steve's in Croydon. Hello, Steve. Hi, guys. Hiya. Steve. You are on the cusp, Steve, of winning $10,000. It's not much to go on. It's just the two layers. Yeah, what I know. I hope, so. I hope I got it right. What I probably do you think don't. Um, I'm thinking it's Brian Adams, Summer of 69. Summer of 69. Oh. Yeah. And let's hear the strip back. Oh, is it summer of 69, Brian Adams? I thought you were onto something there, Steve. Yeah, I did too, Steve. Did you see this guy yesterday, this Canadian tennis player? And they're playing for the Davis Cup. He, The Canadian is taking on a Brit. Mm-hmm. And in anger, he smashes a ball just to the side of the court. Bang. And it hits the umpire fair in the eye. Oh. The umpire's there with ice, but you see the shot. It's just full speed, whack, straight in the eye. So not only is he disqualified from his match, mm. that means that the Canadians now cannot beat the Brits. So he's dis- his whole team's out. And he was full of remorse and full of shame and, you know, said, I feel incredibly ashamed and embarrassed. I feel awful for letting my team and country down, he said. But in that moment of anger, whack, he obviously didn't intend to do it, but he has to be penalised because that's the, that's the implications of it. When has your temper got you into trouble? Yeah. What about that time I was with you and we're driving to a car park and I just was trying to help? about how you were going into the boom gate. You were a little bit too close. And you deliberately drove your car into the You know, I've had more anger issues with you than I've ever had with anyone in my life. I've had relationships in my past end with less angst than I feel with you on a daily basis. But your temper got your car into trouble. Sure, but we're driving in. He said, don't you think you should be whatever? And I was just so angry. And then you drove into the curb. 
I know a friend who was so angry with her husband. She had in her hand her very expensive sunglasses, just went, <coughs> snapped her own glasses in half. <laughs> just made her feel better. What's wrong with people? Well, because, you know, you it's people like you that wind us up. I'm, I'm just calm. Oh, you're just calm. I'm just calm. In an ocean of trouble, I'm the calm. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ah, uh, you, You've punched yeah. a filing cabinet in here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can't remember what it was about. No, that. see? I had an argument with someone here. Yeah, and you punched a filing cabinet. That filing cabinet couldn't fight back. Picks <laughs> yeah. it on your own size. I've been I've been seeking help though. <laughs> you know. For your knuckles. I've been seeking My help. temper got me into trouble. That's the tribal drum today. Rick's in Parramatta. Hello, Rick. How are you guys? Very well. What happened? Yeah, uh, two thousand and nine NRL grand final. Oh. Very, very upset. Mad Parramatta supporter. On the way out, I thought I'd vent the frustrations on the door, not realising it was two inches thick, solid timber, and I broke my hand. Oh. Gave it a bit of a punch, did you? Oh, backhander. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Mm. Yeah. It uh, wasn't funny. No. There's nothing funny about it. No. Thank you, Rick. Elizabeth's in Hurstville. When did your temper get you into trouble, Elizabeth? Um, good morning, Jonesy. Good morning, Amanda. Hi. Yes. Um, when I was little, I was in the dining room and I was doing my art and I was drawing and my brother was continuously annoying me. And I got so angry and frustrated that I stabbed him in the chest with my freshly sharpened lead pencil. <laughs> and he still has the mark in his chest Ooh. now. Oh. And he's now 30. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. So, so oh, did penet- he finally get the point? <laughs> I, I, it penetrated his chest. Oh. Yes, straight at his chest. Oh, I wish he'd stop whinging about it, Elizabeth. Yes, I know. He still does to this day. I'm sure I he does. blame him. <laughs> That's well, crazy. That'll teach him. When I say, Amanda, there's a phalanx of people all dedicated to making sure that you're okay, that you... Well, I've just got a slight cold. We've got like a Trump-like medical team that have come in here and we've got a situation... I don't want to begrudge anyone, but you talk about this incredible phalanx of professionals. Mm-hmm. I've had a Barocca. Yep. I made your tea with honey That's in it. it. That's it. Oh, we also put milk in it, which is unusual. Yeah, it's nice. And uh, I've Well, sent- that's how you like it, so thank you for giving <laughs> it to me. <laughs> I've sent people out to get you You were trying to make good, because when we started the day, I said to you, I'm not feeling well, and you yep. ignored me. And then no, I said, I in the you. kitchen, about 10 minutes I said, oh, gee, I feel terrible. And you said, so you've said... You've already said it. So well, you're not good with the sympathy no, I, and now you're over-egging it with sound effects. the man flu, but I think the women flu can happen as well, you know. So so me having said twice that I'm not feeling well is just so when irritating to you. you first came in, you, you said, I'm not well today. And I said, oh, you poor little mite. Let you me look after you. say those I words. Said, let me look after oh. you. Let me. I said, do you want to go home? Meanwhile... You've got something on your lip that involves having to put some cream on, and you've spoken all morning. Do I put the cream on? How's this looking? Can you do well, anything? I'm, I'm, I'm getting advice from you. <laughs> I'm getting advice. There's a world of difference. 
Oh, anyway, look, so thank I'm you. a man. You see, this is the problem that women make. Here we go. This is the... Here see, we go. The first thing you said, you came in and said, I don't feel and well And you today. ignored me. And I said... I, you I, did not. I you did said not. nothing. I said, oh, you poor little you mite. You did not. And Here I went, we go oh. into the kitchen. And I said, I've got to buy you a lemsib. And then we're in the kitchen. You said, I don't feel well today. I said, yeah, you just said. You know, can you hear yourself? Can you hear your unsympathetic ways? No. I, so now you're over-egging sound effects as if you actually care. <laughs> people are looking at people. Are Our people are onto it. They're onto it. Look, I'm okay. Thank you for your sincere condol- condolences. I'm not that ill just yet. <laughs> <laughs> Jonesy and Amanda in the morning. Good morning. 101.7 WSFM. Hello there. Did you know on Sunday we used more water in one day than we have on any other day in over a decade? In Sydney? Yeah, Sunday. But what did we use it for? I know it was the hot as a bot day, but we obviously weren't drinking that much more, were we? Slip and slides. They take a lot of water. Really? They do. 2.215 billion litres of water. In Sydney? Yeah, used on a slip and slide This on Sunday. Maybe there were people under sprinklers? Yeah, could be. People watering the plants because we don't have. I, I'm still from the era where I get not um, frightened to use too much water mm. for all those water restrictions. Well, well, don't worry about that because do you want to check. Last week I checked out the dam. I love checking out the dam because you know I love infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dam level last week was ninety percent full. You know how much after we used two point two one five billion liters? Is it empty? It's now eighty nine point four. Oh no, we've lost point six. Full, yeah. We should have dam report. No, let's not. We'd do have it. the dam let's report. Let's not do it. What dam busters? You'll yeah. do some big introduction. It'll be terrible. <laughs> That's correct. No, <laughs> no. complete <laughs> people. Don't use so much water because I don't want to have this conversation with Jonesy ever again. What do you know about ice? Ice, I think, is one of the scariest drugs. And what scares me about this is that it, it it's so addictive. Um, I was just looking at some of the stats, actually. Men aged between 18 and 24 are the most frequent users. Numbers are going ballistic. And in rural Australia, more than double the number of people living in rural Australia are using ice than in our cities. It's an absolute issue. Mm. And when it affects young men like this, whole generations can be lost through this terrible, terrible drug. I find it terrifying. And Australia is one of the top countries for using ice. I think second to America. It's one of those things that from the outside you think, why would anyone take it? It must feel amazing. Mm. And then it just is so highly addictive that this cascading horror comes after that. Yeah, unlike heroin, and I I do know people that take ice and they're functioning ice addicts. And uh, I think at start, it actually gets you to do your work. So if you work in a menial job, so there's a lot of guys that work in the mines, for example... And, you know, they work for 14 days straight and then they have 14 days off or whatever like that. They'll, you know, supplement how they work by taking ice because it's almost like a performance-enhancing drug. So with that, if you keep taking it for a long time, you run the risk of getting Parkinson's disease. That's right. You're 17% more likely to get Mm. Parkinson's disease. And the image we have of an ice addict with, you know, chewing through their face and this disheveled look is not necessarily what an ice addict looks looks like. There are functioning ice addicts out there amongst us. And one of those is world surfing champion Tom Carroll. Well, no more. No more. Uh, He's on a TV show tonight called Ice Wars. On the ABC, it's going to be a fascinating show, and Tom's going to be joining us next. Also, the WSFM reaction line that's coming up too. Australia is currently in the midst of an ice epidemic. This drug, also known as crystal meth, is destroying lives and families and communities. There's a new four-part series called Ice Wars. 
It's going to go into unprecedented areas to expose the problem. And there's a face that you may not expect to see on this program, and that is Tom Carrolls. He's a world surfing champion. He began taking ice after he retired from the circuit. And since then, it's been a very long road to recovery. He joins us now. Hi, Tom. Hi, Amanda. It, it's hard Hi, to imagine Hi, you at, at the peak of your powers, and there you are in your 40s after you retired. You get caught up in this drug. How did it happen? Jeez, yeah. Wow. That's a bit of a story in itself. Um, but... Um, just briefly, it's it was just introduced to me at just the perfect time, at a time when I was vulnerable, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know I experimented with it, and and uh, it just took hold, and it was fairly swift, um, you know, just by my very nature, it just took a hold, and and I was off and away. So when you first took it, Tom, so you smoke it, mm. uh, mm-hmm. and, and was it... I didn't actually smoke it at first. I just had it with a little bit of water. It wasn't even. Really? I'm not much of a smoker. <laughs> but um yeah, and it just yeah, it just sat with me, you know, like it just lifted me up and got me going. We hear about people mm-hmm. who have uh ice psychosis and superhuman yeah. strength and, and crazed behaviour. Was this you, mm. Tom? <laughs> well, uh, probably at times. It wasn't quite like that. I'm so fortunate that I was offered help and I took that help. Uh, and and I could see the destruction. I could. I was lucky. I was just so fortunate to have good people around me and good people in my life. Uh, and th- that was absolutely necessary for me to get recovery. What would you say to someone that is say this weekend's coming up? Mm. What would you say to yeah. someone if they're offered ice? <laughs> well, uh, just take it from me. It's probably not a good idea. <laughs> in fact. Uh, you know, it's just try to step back and um, take a look at what you're, what you've got yourself into, just to be involved mm. with the person who's offering it to you. Uh, just take a second, just to look at that. But just take a pause and think about the situation, you know, and all the information that you have around this drug. Um, and and let me just reiterate: this is not really about the drug. This is about what's going on in your mind. Yes, this is not, um, you know, the drug is always going to be there. Uh, it's what's going on in our mind. So take a little pause just for a second and see where you're at. Mm. Uh, you know, and that's all I can say. Yeah. Well, well said, Thomas. So mm. If you're going to have ice in your drink, just make sure it's the frozen variety and, and that's it. <laughs> That's, that's right, Jamesy. That's all you need. Um, yeah. Well, Tom, we really appreciate you coming on, and, and congratulations to you, mate. I, Ice Wars, the four-part series uh, tonight, eight thirty on the ABC. Uh, this can, mm. you know, Australia is uh, one of the countries in the world with the with the most ice usage out of anyone. So, Tom Carroll, thank you for joining mm. us. That's a pleasure, Jamesy. Thanks, Amanda. The WSFM reaction line at 8 o'clock this morning, 13 WSFM. A mum who packed a homemade chocolate slice into her daughter's preschool lunchbox box has been told not to do it again. They sent a note home, Sarah. Yeah, they did with a with a sad face on it saying that the, uh, the chocolate slice was from the red food category and they've asked mum please to choose healthier options for kindy into the future. She was pretty shocked about it and uh, she's received a lot of support from other mums on social media. She also has got eight kids or something, this woman, hasn't she? Yeah, she does. She has eight children. This is the seventh child at preschool at the moment who who got the note home. Um, she has sort of said, look, well, you know, it's 
it's a one-off. It's, you know, leftover cake from the weekend. I made it. I know what's in it. I'm happy for my child to eat it. So Mm. who else's business is that? Other parents have said they've had similar things where the school has said, no, you shouldn't be eating that, and that's all that's in the lunchbox. So the kids don't have anything to eat all day because food from the red category and, and the doesn't, they don't let them the have it yeah um others have argued you know you let your kids eat muesli bars which will have more sugar in it than some homemade. homemade cakes would have um so a, a friend of this mother said pack two slices tomorrow and tell the teacher to butt out it's an interesting one i guess even you know with children who are so young if you load them up with sugar they can be difficult to handle in the afternoon so from that perspective if if not anything else but of course there are the you know the health ramifications as well some parents probably need a mm. bit of advice it's hard don't. isn't it because you, you we, we know so much more about nutrition now you can't send a child along with no with no food mm. we know that you can't send them along with a whole lot of garbage we know that but short of the school for the same price providing mm. all their own food you can't dictate this much to parents i remember when i was a kid at school there was one kid and his mum used to make him chocolate crackles and I never really liked chocolate crackles, but the teacher would come over and take a chocolate crackle off the kid and eat it himself. Instead of the kid eating the chocolate? Well, no, no, because... Not for the, nutritional oh, purposes. No, no, the kid had he about 16 it. chocolate crackles, <laughs> but nothing else. So that's all the kid oh, would gee. eat. I think there are other ways. Crackles. We can always educate kids about good food, bad sure. food. I don't think making parents' lives harder is the way to this do it. This whole helicopter parent thing that drives me crazy. I feel sorry for these parents. Is yeah. it the school's business, what's in the kid's lunchbox? Well, I don't think they have the right to tell them what's in their lunchbox. Like, what's going to happen next? Are they going to tell them how they're going to dress their children? No, I reckon the teachers need to learn to fight out. Mum obviously has lots of kids, knows how to uh, raise children, knows how to feed them, makes the cake herself. God love her, good on her. I think preschool is very different to primary school. They have to look at teaching children to make global decisions. They're not thinking about one incident where mum had it left over on the weekend. They're trying to teach them to make right choices. In the son of Gold Mossman, I had a three-year-old in preschool. They sent home a list of recommended snacks. And the picture on the snack was a salad niçoise, you know, tuna and beans. Ridiculous to get a three-year-old to that. That's the recommended food they wanted. I'm a teacher and I just wanted to call and let people know that this isn't a one-off situation. The majority of lunchboxes we see are chips and chocolate, which is why this stuff is in place, because of the obesity epidemic. Well, I have three older kids. My oldest is now 16. She takes to school whatever she wants because it's her food and her choice. Are you ready? WSFM's $10,000 strip back. We are giving away $10,000 every hour from 7 to 7 with strip back. Yesterday we gave away $10,000. Will we do it again now? 13 WSFM is our number. We started a new one yesterday. There was one layer. This morning at 7 o'clock we added another layer. So here's where we are. Nick's in Moorlara. Hello, Nick. Good morning. Well, Nick, you've got two layers munched together there. It's worth $10,000 for you. What do you think it is? I think it could be And She Was by the Talking Heads. Ah, And She Was. Let's put And She Was on the turntable. And what's our strip back? Hello. Couldn't be giving away another $10,000 right here, right now to Nick. Well, let's see. Is it Talking Heads? She was. Nick, I could see why you'd think that, but no. good guess. She wasn't, I'm sorry. 
I had a very vivid dream about my father last oh, night. did you? And it's the first time since he passed away in 2014 where I've actually dreamt about him. And he, it was so vivid. We were sitting on a bench and we're just having a chat. And it was one of those ones where I woke up and I thought, oh, no, he's dead. Oh. You know? It's, yeah. But the chat was, and it wasn't like a weird one. He didn't turn into a gecko. And Pamela Anderson didn't suddenly come into the room. Not like in real life. Yeah, not like, not like my, it was just a, a nice chat. And it was almost like, you know, in Superman, the, the one, the new one with Russell Crowe? Haven't seen it. Anyway, Russell Crowe dies, spoiler alert, and then he keeps coming back throughout the movie. I think maybe it was just a contractual thing, but anyway, Rusty's always coming back, dispensing advice to his son. And it was like that. It was like I put a little, one of those little cube things into the Fortress of Solitude. So you've lost me now. And there is my dad. So, uh, and what did you chat about? Just, just, he asked about you. Really? We, he talked about you. Which is more than you've done today. Did he ask about my health? <laughs> I haven't been well today and you don't care. Your right. father, who has passed away, yeah. has more empathy for me than you. So I'm having like a Mufasa moment. Mm. You know, when he comes back from the dead to talk to Simba. Aren't you ruined that as well? So my dad, my dad from the other... That could have been a contact with the afterlife. Do you think? But instead you're thinking, be kind to Amanda. <laughs> Get her a limb sip. Well, maybe that's the message he's passing on to you. Mm. Be nice to your co-star. Just throw my dead father in my face. Now back to the gecko and Pamela Anderson. <laughs> Television. Television is simply a picture on the screen of a receiving set. Passenger seatbelt. Andrew Mikado. Discover a highway of dangerous curves and driving ambition. Our TV guy is Andrew Mikado, and he joins us right now. The big question, Andrew, who will win this Sunday, the first night of actual ratings? Well, hello, and I didn't actually realise that white ratings were starting this Sunday. I thought it might have been the Sunday that just went. But, of course, we should know by now that ratings doesn't begin until Channel 7 unveils a new biopic miniseries. Mm -hmm. So, following after In Excess and Molly, this Sunday night, it's hoax. What have you, you seen any of it? No, I haven't seen any of it yet, but I do, I am, of course, am going to love every minute of it. I can't wait to watch it. But I do feel kind of sorry for 10 because they've been, you know, promoing this new rebooted series of 24 called Legacy. And when's it starting? Sunday night, right up against Hoag's. That's not going to end well. Of course everybody's going to want to watch this mini-series about Paul Hogan, which goes for two Sunday nights. Yeah. At the moment, everything seems to be on. I, I look, people are having trouble flicking between My Kitchen Rules, Married at First Sight, I'm a Celeb. It's, it's a real battle. It really is. I, I try to do it on Sunday night between two of the shows, and sometimes it works well. You know, one of the channels goes to a commercial break, you turn over, watch a little bit of the other show, you turn back, you don't miss anything. But it's, it's really hard to do sometimes. And I just wondered if people actually knew that they don't have to stress out about it because there's daytime repeats of all these shows. Mm -hmm. You get a daytime repeat of... Married at First Sight on 9 the next day. You get a daytime repeat of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. But I've just noticed that Seven Flicks is doing daytime repeats of MKR. So maybe you should just sit and watch one and relax. And then the next day, if you're at home, you could follow the other one there. Don't get off your couch. Quit your job. <laughs> just watch TV. <laughs> Uh, Family Feud has its primetime specials. All the other quiz shows are now getting in on the action as well, Andrew. Yes, it's just...
just been announced that next week the Chase is going to be doing an all-star edition in prime time. Of course, we know the Chase is that 5pm quiz that's seven screens before the news. Contestants from MKR. Now, you know who I blame for this? Who? I blame those family feud people like you. Something you associate with aliens. I don't. I'm hoping it's up there. Anal probes. Yeah. <laughs> See? It's quality. Quality work. What, what about you? Oh, no. What about when you said this? Name a tool a good gardener needs. A hoe. <laughs> See? Well, look. Um, sometimes on those shows, you got to go for the funny line. I'm all for the anal probe, Amanda. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm loving your picture in TV Week this week with Julia Morris eating pies. They should have made that the pull-out poster. <laughs> there you go. Everyone's a winner, Andrew. Andrew. That's right. Thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. No worries, guys. Have a great week. Jonesy and Amanda in the morning. And isn't it a lovely morning? 101.7 WSFM. Coming up this half hour gets my ghoulies. I've got a ghoulie with my husband. Mm. I was watching television last night and an ad for a Valentine's Day thing came on. I said, oh, it's Valentine's Day next week. And he went, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how romantic. (laughs) Oh, God. Because in the early days of your relationship, you used to say, oh, God, but it was in a different way. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sure it'll be a romantic evening all round. Celebrate Chinese New Year. The city of Sydney has, in their wisdom, offered us two dragon boats. One team Jonesy with a big paper mache noggin of Jonesy on the front. And one team Amanda with a beautiful rendering of me, also in paper mache. But we haven't seen them yet. I can only imagine. They're giving us a boat each to race at Darling Harbour this Sunday. It's not competitive. There are 22 people on a dragon boat, 20 rowers, one drummer, one caller. Mm. And we've been stocking our boats very, very slowly, but surely. Well, it's time for me, Jonesy, to introduce the latest member of my dragon boat. This man has a Bachelor of Medicine, Emergency. Bachelor of Surgery. He's a neurosurgeon. His subspecialty is paediatric neurosurgery. His foundation, Cure Brain Cancer, is a partner of the Chinese New Year Festival. And finally, I think I found the brains of the entire operation. Please welcome Dr. Charlie Teo. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Amanda. Wow. We know all those things about you, but can you row a boat? Uh, yes, I can, actually. When I was a young uh, medical student, I was part of the Chinese Youth Club Dragon Boat team, and oh. yeah, I was very professional. So okay. you've done it before. Oh, how uber yeah. is this? You know, <laughs> I, I am a great admirer of you, Charlie, because you're the only doctor that I know that rides a motorbike and doesn't drive a car. Because usually, yes. like whenever I see Dr. Karen Phelps or Dr. Andrew Rochford, they always look at me, oh, donor cycle, or, you know, well, you're not dead yet. So they, because they all hate <laughs> motorbikes, except for you. Yeah, I know. I'm a bit of an idiot, though, Jonesy. I actually <laughs> ride a bit too fast. But anyway, I like speed. Well, you and me both. Uh, but, oh, well, you know, it's no, going to be. No, this is going to be. I'm going to feel bad about beating you. This will be terrible. <laughs> now, look, uh, I'm very, very competitive. And sorry, Jonesy, but you won't beat me. Oh, how good's this? Finally. <laughs> finally, I think I'm feeling a little bit more confident. Because the other people, Charlie, in our boat, Miguel Maestre, who is a chef who, by his own admission, has put on six kilos over Christmas. Oh, my goodness. We've got Shannon Ponton, who's a trainer, of course, for biggest loser so at least he's slightly fit but doesn't, but doesn't really know nursing, how to paddle uh, nursing re- recent so, uh, shoulder surgery and finally right. there's also you so we're mm-hmm. relying on you a lot yes well it's all about uh, uh strength to body weight ratio and uh so you've got to be light but fast and uh, sort of nippy 
Yeah, oh, no, that leaves me out as well. Well, enough about me, <laughs> enough about my qualifications. And in what way um, is the Cure Brain Cancer Foundation partnering with Chinese New Year? Oh, it's terrific. We have uh, several events where we speak and uh, our banner can fly so that it raises awareness. Essentially, that's all it is. I mean, it raises some money too, which is good, but the most important thing is that we want people to know how terrible a cancer it is so that they will uh, back us and hope, hopefully uh, put pressure on government and other bodies to donate money to a very, very good cause, trying to find a cure for brain cancer. Indeed. Well, thank you for joining us, Charlie. We'll see you out on the water on Sunday. See I'm you there. forward to it. Okay. Well, thank you for joining the right team. <laughs> well, no, you've, you've made a, a judgment of error, but <laughs> you did say that you were an idiot before, so... Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. Okay. This is an email from Cecily. You can always email us, jam at wsfm.com.au. I've got such a good ghoulie, says Cecily. On Friday, my phone rang. I answered, only to hear a lady called Alison say, Hi, I'm from Galaxy Marketing Group. I'm doing a survey. I'm sorry, can you please hold the line as this is important? Are you joking, Galaxy Marketing Company? Not only is it annoying to come to the phone to find a marketing company wanting to survey you, but to then be interrupted and asked to hold really gets my ghoulie. Yeah, market this. Whistle, Galaxy Marketing. Oh, you talk tough. Paul's market in, this whistle. Paul's in Picnic Point. Hello, Paul. Morning, how are you going? Very well. What gets your ghoulies, Paul? Well, James and Amanda, I know it's a first world problem, but you go to a tapas restaurant with mm. five people. And there's only ever four items on each of the dishes. Yeah. And when you ask them for something extra, you get this thousand-yard stare, like, how dare you bring five people in your group? Yeah. You know, and people bang on about the Spanish. Oh, you know, when you eat in Spain, you never go hungry. Every time I go to a tapas restaurant, there's never enough food. Mm. Everyone goes, oh, you know, you go to my, my grandma's house and you'll eat like a king. Not in a tapas restaurant. No, you're quite You starve right. to death. There'll be three garlic prawns yeah. between 12 of you. One of you's left to just drink that burning oil at the exactly. end. Exactly. Hey, Miguel, why don't you crack out another chorizo? <laughs> They're going to kill you? Thank you, Paul. We take your point. Favourite call, email or Facebook friend will win four Category A tickets to the Soccer Rules World Cup qualifier against the UAE. This is on the 28th of March at Sydney Football Stadium. You can get tickets at socceroos.com.au slash tickets. You also get the brand new limited edition 2017 Jonesy and Amanda tea towel and plate. Does not get better than that. We were talking earlier today, a Canadian tennis player from the Davis Cup got so frustrated with his game, he whacked the ball really hard and it smacked the umpire fair in the eye. Mm. So he was disqualified and now Canada is out of the Davis Cup. The tribal drum was beating for... My temper got me into trouble. Here's Elizabeth from Hurstville. When I was little, I was in the dining room and I was doing my art and I was drawing and my brother was continuously annoying me. And I got so angry and frustrated that I stabbed him in the chest with my freshly sharpened lead pencil. <laughs> and he still has the mark in his chest Ooh. now. Oh. And he's now 30. Oh. <laughs> Did he finally get the point? Yeah. That's right our tribal YouTube. tattoo stuff. That's enough. Well, that show was pretty good. Good bite. Good bite. Wipe the tears, baby, tears from your eyes. A podcast of today's show is available for download from wsfm.com.au. Goodbye. Goodbye.
and Amanda in the morning. 101.7 WSFM. 101.7 WSFM. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.